الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الدنيا وفي الآخرة وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّعُونَ نُزُلًا مِّنْ غَفُورٍ رَّحِيمٍ صدق الله العظيم ونسامة بن زيد رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سألت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لم أرك التسوم شهرا من الشهور ما تسوم من شعبان فقال ذاك شهر يغفل الناس عنه بين رجب ورمضان وهو شهر ترفع فيه الأعمال إلى رب العالمين وأحب أن يرفع عملي وأنا صائم أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Respected علماء الكرام elders beloved brothers in islam appreciating recognizing the greatness the majesty the wahdaniyat the absolute authority and power of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the very foundation the very essence upon which the edifice and the building of our deen and our existence is based every nabi of allah from adam alayhi salam to janabi rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam the first basic fundamental the cornerstone of faith which every nabi of allah came with was this effort to introduce into the hearts of humanity the greatness of allah the gullies the alleys the streets of makkah mukarrama the tents of mina the bazaars of okaz of mijinna 
they would resound primarily with this da'wat of janab rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qulu la ilaha illallah tuflihu say la ilaha illallah not just say believe from inside break down the reliance the dependence this concept or idea that what i see in front of me or what i am made to whether it's the school whether it's the universities whether it's the media whether it's the propaganda machinery around me 24 hours of every day every one of us is faced with this challenge we are being made to believe we are being convinced we are being mentally conditioned wealth is powerful position is powerful degrees are powerful science is powerful armies are powerful technology is powerful you want to advance you want to be successful you want to become somebody this is the road this is the avenue this is the direction to varying degrees every human being is facing this challenge every second of every day this drive of the effort which started not now which started right in the beginning qullah bitu minha jamia fa imma ya'tiyannakum minni huda faman tabi'a hudaya fala khawfun alayhim wala hum yahzanun right in the beginning when adam and hawa alayhim assalam are commanded by allah ihbitu minha jamia Humanity must come down to the earth you are being sent down Hidayat will come guidance will come the da'wat of anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam will come the revealed books will come the system of allah will come on the one side and produce the haq the truth the guidance and on the other side from the first day shaitan la aqudanna lahum siratak almustaqim ثم لاتينهم من بين ايديهم ومن خلفهم وعن ايمانهم وعن شمائلهم ولا تجد اكثرهم شاكرين from the beginning he took an oath and today when the jamaat says today when we are reminded that the effort of anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam is to go and knock on the doors of the people go gali to gali ali to ali go person to person don't sit in one place move make this harkat carry this da'wat of allah's greatness then there are those unfortunately amongst us who have this mindset deen is valuable guidance is valuable we cannot demean or cheapen it by going to others they must come to us my example is like the well the water doesn't leave the well and go to the people the people who want to drink the water must come to the well shaitan didn't say that batil doesn't work like that how does batil work la aqudanna lahum siratakal mustaqim this is emphasis upon emphasis the father of batil shaitan said i will go to them You will find me on every street, every gully, every alley, every neon board. Whether it's that shaitan box that you and I out of our foolishness 
and idiocy introduced into our homes. Whether it is the very epitome of the message of Batil, 24 hours of every day, that we have introduced into our homes that are poisoning our children and poisoning our offspring and dirtying their intellect and their thinking and their understanding. We have brought Batil into the home. And as the promise of shaitan was, every street, every gully, from in front of them, from behind them, from the right, from the left, from above, from below, shaitan's dawat is happening 24 hours of every day. And what is the foundation of that batil? Break down. What is the foundation of that dawat? Break down in the hearts of humanity the greatness of Allah. And the sad reality, my respected brothers, if you have to analyze today, one is the dictates and the demands of la ilaha illallah. One is the dictates and the demands of being believers and Muslims. One is the dictates and demands of being the ummah of the Qur'an. And one is the dictates and the demands of being the followers of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the other is the stark reality that is facing us, that from head to toe, if we have to analyze our lives, who are we impressed by? Who are we being motivated by? Why? At the time of Fajr, is the masjid empty? Why is it that azan will fall on deaf ears? Why is it that janaza upon janaza is being lifted up, yet our lives are not changing? Why is it whether it is Shaban, whether it is Ramadan, whether it is occasion upon occasion, reminder upon reminder, the years of our lives are passing and still our lives are not changing. We are being reminded every day of the slaughter that is occurring to our little babies and our mothers and our sisters. Bombs are raining down. The ummah is being cut into pieces. Rivers are flowing with the blood of this ummah. Wake up call upon wake up call, siren upon siren from Allah in every direction that wake up, fafirru ilallah, come back to Allah, perceive the greatness of Allah, come into the realm of Allah, come into the recognition of Allah, come into the succor of Allah, come into the comfort of Allah, find your Allah, otherwise the clock of your life is ticking, wake up to the signs around you, the reality one is the dictate of kalima, the demand of kalima, the demand of being the ummah of the Qur'an, the demand of being the follower of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and the other is the stark reality of what is going on on the ground. Our kabirin, our elders, our sages of Islam, Allah has opened up their heart, what is the cause of this rot, what is the cause of this malady, what is the cause behind so many signs being there around us and still lives are not changing. Still Toba is not happening. Still the masjid is not getting full. Still Azan will be called out and fall on deaf ears. What is the cause behind it? They say the root cause, the root cause is the failure of humanity, of this Muslim to recognize the greatness of Allah. Basics of what Anbiya wasalam came with, what our master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, from day one when the command came, first five verses of Surah Iqra were revealed, you are my Nabi, what is your job? First revelation, 
Look at that first revelation that came upon him. Ya ayyuhal muzzammil, ya ayyuhal muddathir. What does Allah say? Qum fa'anthir, wa rabbaka fa'kabbir, wa thiyabaka fa'tahir, wa rujza fa'hjur, wa la tamnun tastakthir, wa li rabbika fa'sbir. Qum, stand up. Was he sitting? Was he sitting? Was he relaxed? What does Qum mean? Literally it means stand up. What is the underlying meaning? When does a person stand? When he has to carry out a momentous task. When the job that he has been given will not allow him to rest. Will not allow him to sit back. Will not allow him to become relaxed. That is why Qum, stand up. And in Surah Muzzammil, إِنَّ لَكَ فِي النَّهَارِ سَبْحًا طَوِيلًا For you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the day is a swum, سَبْحًا طَوِيلًا Where is these verses being revealed in the desert? The furthest thing from the mind of anyone in the desert would be swimming. Yet what does the word Allah uses? Allah uses the word, tells my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, سَبْحًا, سَبْحًا, سَبَحًا There is a swum for you. You will have to swim. Why the analogy of swimming? What is the connection between the makhluk of Allah that swim, the fish? The first rule of the life of a fish is it can never rest, it can never relax. It has to keep swimming. That is how it will remain alive. That is how it will flourish. The same word is used in the effort of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sabahan. You will have to swim. And then Allah doesn't just leave it at that. Tawila, Tawila, you will have a very, very lengthy swim. Takane wali mehnat, day and night, day and night, this is your job. What is your job? Come, stand up. Fa and Quran uses the word fa to create the meaning of emergency. There is no delay, there is no putting it off. It has to happen now. Fa, fa, what is your job? And Literal translation, you and I may pick up some commentary. What is Muhammad Wasallam from day one being commanded? And there, in Dhar, warn them, warn them. Mufassirin, explain this beautifully. What is actually in Zar? Because every Nabi of Allah was told us, Inna arsalna nuhan ila qawmihi an anzir qawmak an anzir qawmak Nuh salam commanded in dhar every nabi of allah commanded in dhar muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam from day 1 qum fa anzir warn them warn them is literal what it what is the actual meaning of in dhar mufassirin explain it beautifully they say anjam ke bare mein khabardar bana de Anjam ke baare mein khabardar bana de. Oh my Nabi, from day one tell them, what is the eventual outcome? Don't be deceived by this life. Don't be deceived by this 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 years. There was a sequence. There was a sequence in your coming. The father had to come first. First the grandfather, then the father, then the son. But know and understand that when it comes to your departure, when it comes to your anjam, when it comes to your eventual outcome, when it comes to your leaving this temporary world, that sequence won't work. It's not that the father came first, so he's going to leave first. Or the grandfather came before him, so he's going to leave before. No. Mort and death 
anjam, your ending, there it is indiscriminate. It is in Allah's command, no guarantee every second. This idea is there, whether it is Laylatul Qadr, whether it is Shab-e Barat, names of the most stronger leaning of ulama kiram fiha yufraqu kullu amrin hakim that the list of who is going to die in the coming year the list of who of the apportionment distribution of allah in the coming year stronger aqwal is laylatul qadr whether it is laylatul qadr whether it is shab-e-barat the fact is the fact is the reminder the stark reminder is there anjam ke bare mein khabardar ban jao Become worried about your ending. Become worried about your ending. Plan for the future. Everywhere we go, this the entire financial institution of the world today, the economy of the world today that is driving people madly. Riba, interest, this plan, that plan, that economic aspiration, the next economic aspiration, no goalpost, no stopping point. Behind it is what? Prepare for the future. Prepare for the future. Prepare for the future. Very often I say this, this is kalimatu haq, yuridu bil batil. What they are saying is the absolute truth. They are encouraging you to take loans on interest. They are encouraging you to do investments you cannot afford. They are encouraging you to take on financial burdens which you will never, not even your grandchildren will be able to fulfill. They are encouraging you to shift the goalpost of your dunya further and further and further away. Behind it is this idea, prepare for the future. Kalima to haq, what they are saying is the truth. Yuridu bil batil, the intention is batil because they have failed to understand what is the future. The future is not 20 and 30 and 40 years in this world. The future is not sorting out the future for the next generation in this world. The future, the future, my respected brothers, in the light of Quran and Hadith, my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam caught hold of Ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, shook him by the shoulders. He says, Akhadan Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, biman ki bayya, my Nabi caught hold of me by my shoulders and he shook me. And what did he say? Ud nafsaka min ahlil qubur, Abdullah. Don't be deceived. Count yourself as if you are already in the grave. Future is that cover. Future is that cover. Whether it is going to be a pit from the pits of hell or a garden from the gardens of Jannah. Future is hashar. Future is that day when the book of deeds is either going to come in the right hand or in the left hand. Future is that day when you and I have to stand in front of Allah. Future is that day when the announcement will be made. Fariqun fil jannah wa fariqun fil sa'ir. One group in jannah, one group in jahannam. That is the future. And that is what Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Come from the first day my Nabi is commanded. Come stand up. You are being given a responsibility, a burden that is never coming to an end, that will not allow you to rest. You will have to swim and swim and swim. That is why he said, La rahata ba'dal yom. He told Khadija when this revelation came, La rahata ba'dal yom. Oh Khadija, in Qata'a, the days of sleep and rest for Muhammad have come to an end. La rahata ba'dal yom. There is no more rest for Muhammad such a task, such a mission. Why the other side? Batil. What was Batil's claim from day one? 
Shaitan swore oath upon oath that he and his army of shayateen and his army of battle will be found in every gully, every alley. And as I mentioned, I digressed earlier, like fools today, we have taken the boxes and the voice of shaitan in the shape of that TV and brought it right into our homes. So that we can sit back and chant as many slogans as we want and boycott whoever we want and try to affect whichever economy we want and think we are advancing the cause of Islam when we with our own hands have planted that poison right into our homes that is destroying Islam. The level of hypocrisy is astounding. The level of foolishness is astounding. We want to promote the cause of Islam. We are the champions of Islam. We are going to raise the flag of Islam when we have taken the very instrument that has historically proven its efficacy in destroying Islam, destroying deen, destroying haya, destroying modesty, destroying the very essence of deeny values with our own hands. We've taken it and put it into our homes and and almost placed it there to destroy the very deen of our wives and our children. And we say we are promoting the cause of Islam. This is when shaitan will sit back and laugh at us. That what real champion of Islam are we doing? And what is behind us? What is behind us? The root cause, as I mentioned earlier, is the failure to recognize who is Allah. That was the first effort of every Nabi of Allah because everything around us, everything around us, look at the manner in which Quran calls out, Sanurihim, Ayatina, Filafa, Wafian Fusihim, Hatta, Yatabayana lahum, Annahul Haq. Allah says, we will show you. We will show you our signs in the horizons. Within yourselves. Until. Clear. Clear as day. Clear as night. Without ambiguity. It will become absolutely clear. The only haqiqi zaad, the only maqsad, the only qibla, the only matloob, the only ma'bood, the only nasir, the only rahim, the only ghafir. La malika illallah, la rahima illallah, la muhaymin illallah, la aziz illallah, la matloob illallah, la masjood illallah. Still it will become absolutely clear that there is only one haqiqat and that is la ilaha illallah. Find Allah. Find Allah, let this heart beat with the love of Allah. Let this heart beat with the recognition of Allah. Let this heart beat with the consciousness of Allah. Let this heart have the khashiyat of Allah. Let this heart make its qibla and its focus Allah. And by the qasam of my Allah, no battle, no system of battle, no system of shaitan or his accomplices will ever be able to dissuade you. Unfortunately, that effort to find Allah, to recognize Allah, Allahu Akbar, today the very perception and understanding of it has come out of the 
When we speak from morning till night, what are we speaking about? When, what, what are we looking at? What are we listening to? What are we planning? What are we thinking? The roads to this heart, the roads to the heart, what you see, what you hear, what you speak, what you think about, these are the roads, these are the roads. Ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhu, a little boy, young boy, this idea that today we find Batil telling us that you know what? Youngsters, little children, it's not necessary to make dini effort on them. They're still young. This is their development phase. This is their enjoyment period. Don't trouble them with serious issues now. Kabar, akhirat, jannat, jahannam, those are serious issues. Those are depressing topics. It's not the time for children. This idea, this mindset, chalaki, cunning of shaitan. The tragedy, the irony, they are too young for the internet. They are too young for techno gadgets. They are too young for devices that you and I even in our old age can't even comprehend. Yet at the age of three and four, they have a better understanding. All that, all that Batil doesn't tell you. Kabar, Akhirat, Jannah, Jahannam, those things you shouldn't talk to them about. This is why it is the cry of our elders, the cry of our elders, the cry of our elders that introduce the halakat of talim in every home of the ummah. If we take nothing away from this Mubarak night, take this away. Take this away, take this ahad. Take this promise. Make it, make it lazim upon yourself. Make it compulsory upon yourself that, Ya Allah, with my own hands I put that shaitan box in my home. Ya Allah, with my own hands, with my own actions, my little children as they grew up, azan would be called out. They saw that this azan had no effect on me. Ya Allah, with my own hands, my earnings were doubtful. My livelihood was doubtful. I fed my children the wrong thing. I set the wrong example. Instead of putting them on the road to, to Jannat, I put them on the road to Jahannam. Ya Allah, today, tonight, this Mubarak night, I am making Tawbah. And the first step, the first step, the first step, apne upar lazim karna, make this compulsory upon yourself. Make this compulsory upon yourself that today onwards, every day, if it is not half an hour, at least 15-20 minutes, heed the call of our elders, start the halqa of ta'aleem in every home of the ummah. Qala Allah, qala Rasul, introduce the nuraniyat of the words of my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bring the nur, what does Quran tell us? Ja'al haq. When the truth will come, when the truth will come, this is Allah's sunnah. This is Allah's sunnah. You want to dispel darkness, blaming darkness, shouting at darkness, cursing darkness will not dispel darkness. Batil will not be destroyed like that by you cursing them. By you talking about them, by you slow pamphleteering against them, that is not going to destroy batil. Allah has given us the nuska and the prescription of how batil will be vanquished. What does Quran tell us? Let the light come, jaal haq. Bring the nur. Bring the light. Introduce the light. Allah will dispel the darkness. Work positively. Take this ahad, take this promise, this Mubarak night, each one make the promise with Allah. Whether they listen or they don't listen, from today, 
in my home 15 20 minutes let me take out time sit with my family qala allah qala rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam bring the quran bring the sunnah bring the seerah bring the halaqat of talim alive in every home of the ummah these are the seeds this is the plantation this is future planning this is an investment for your akhirat this is creating a till for yourself when you are in the cover that till will keep ringing will earn for you in the cover also plant the correct seeds we are living time is limited shab e barat there are certain aspects unfortunately i digressed allah knows best nothing was planned this is from allah there are certain important aspects the hadith which i mentioned in the beginning averts to a very very important issue that much of what we discussed thus far it is pertinent with when usama radiyallahu ta'ala anhu as rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam lam araka tasum shahram min ash-shuhur ma tasuma min shaban he said ya rasulullah we have observed we have observed shaban ulama say shaban is the muqaddima of ramadan shaban is the introduction of ramadan shaban is the stepping stone to ramadan shaban is the preparation in fact from rajab rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaban allah bless us in rajab and shaban balighna ramadan what is he saying from rajab already balighna ramadan allah let us remain alive to experience ramadan Abu Bakr Warraq I mentioned this in Juma twice now Balqi rahmatullah alayhi great sage of Islam he gives this by way of example he says Rajab plant the seeds Shahrul Zara Shaban siqal zara what does the farmer do after planting obviously you have to cultivate you have to look after the crops you have to develop it put fertilizer water it etc he said that is Shaban and Ramadan hasadul zara when you will reap the harvest the seeds you planted you will reap the harvest in Ramadan another way he says this he says mathalur rajab mathalur reeh rajab is like the wind blowing the wind that promises the onset of rain clouds mathalur shaban mathalul ghaib shaban is the rain clouds that have gathered Ramadan Matar the example of Ramadan is the rain of Allah's mercy that is falling Don't for one second don't for one second become despondent Don't for one second become over awed Don't for one second lose hope by what is going on around us whether we understand it or we don't understand it still still whatever is happening around us my respected brothers is a living shining embodiment of the mercy of allah in the long term picture whatever is going on around us is still allah's mercy allah's mercy that is directed towards the ummah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam why because my nabi said it 
seven heavens, seven earths can come to an end. Not one word of lie passed through his Mubarak lips. Whether you and I understand it or not, he said, Innahadihi ummatum marhuma. He said, My ummat, my ummat, my ummat has the special mercies of Allah. Allah's mercy is such, Allah's mercy, example of His mercy towards my ummah, is that at times, out of Allah's mercy, Allah's azab will come upon my ummah in the dunya. Earthquakes, mass slaughter, unknown viruses and sicknesses, Rasulullah said, this is Allah's mercy on my ummah to save them from the azab of akhirah. To save them from the azab of akhirat. Because that azab, that azab, whatever hardship, persecution, difficulty, the ummah is facing in this world, wala azabul akhirati akhza, akhza. Look at the word Quran uses. One simple example. Simple example. My Nabi Wasallam described for us he said, this is the lightest azab of Jahannam. This is the lightest azab. In other words, in other words, there is nothing, nothing lighter than this in Jahannam. He said, inna aghwana ahli nari azaban. He said, of all the people suffering in Jahannam, the lightest. La rajulun fi akhmasi qadamehi jamratan. A person. Two coals, two coals will be placed underneath his feet in Jahannam. Yagli minhuma dimaguhu. Such is the effect of the heat of these two coals placed underneath the feet, is that his brains will start boiling. Yagli. The word yagli is like how? The same word is used for when water is boiling in a kettle. We see how boiling hot water boils. Like that Rasulullah said, these coals will cause the brains of this Jahannami to boil. He will think to himself, no one, no one, no one is suffering as much as I am suffering. And yet, Muhammad says, this is the lightest azab of Jahannam. There is nothing lighter than this in Jahannam. He said, my ummah, Allah's rahmat is directed to him. Allah will save them from the azab of akhirat. Why? dunya. At times Allah's azab, by way of Allah's mercy, will come to them in this dunya. Mass slaughter, earthquakes, disasters, viruses, illnesses, loss of life. This is Allah's wake-up call. So that you come back to Allah. But today the wake-up call is still falling on deaf ears. Why? Come back to this riwayat of Usama bin Zaid radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He says to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, لَمْ أَرَكَ تَسُومُ شَهْرًا مِنَ الشُّهُورِ مَا تَسُومَ مِنْ شَعْبَانِ Ya Rasulullah, we have never seen you fasting as prolifically as you fast in Shaban. In support of this, the riwayat of our mother Aisha radiallahu anha, Bukhari Sharif hadith, she says, Ma ra'aytu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam istakmala shahran qattu sa'iman illa ramadan. 
She says, I never observe Rasulullah fasting for the full month besides Ramadan. And then, in other words, Ramadan, obviously, every day of Ramadan he fasted. Besides Ramadan, what does our mother anha, say? وَمَا رَأَيْتُهُ أَكْثَرَ سِيَامًا مِّنْهُ إِلَّا فِي شَعْبَانِ After Ramadan, in other words, not complete, but most prolifically, after Ramadan, he would fast the most in Shaban. So this is what Usama asked him about. Lam araka tasum shahram min ashuhur ma tasum min Shaban. Ya Rasulullah, you fast so much in Shaban. What is special about Shaban? Why do you keep so many fast in Shaban? One hand, the virtue of fasting. Unfortunately, today particularly amongst our Muslims of Indo-Pak origin. To a very large extent, this great sunnah has come out. Rasulullah fasting was a very great sunnah of my Nabi. Every Monday, every Thursday, Ayame B, 13th, 14th, 15th of the month, six fasts of Shawwal, Nafil Roza, Nafil fast was a very great and a very... Commonly practice sunnah of Rasulullah The medical benefits, physical benefits, we know that. Today a whole dieting system, they call it intermittent fasting. Where they get all this from? From the practice of Rasulullah Multitudes of benefits. Multitudes of benefits Allah has kept in one one sunnah of Rasulullah So this sunnah of fasting... There's one riwayat of Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Mokuf riwayat, Ibn Rajab Hamali mentions it in his Lataif Imarif. And Sanad is weak, it's a Mokuf riwayat. But look at what a beautiful riwayat. Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu says that on the day of judgment, Allah will set up a Dastar Khan. Allah will set up a Dastar Khan. A food platter will be laid out, a ceremony, a feasting table, if you want to use our terms, will be set up. What will be on this? Lam tarain. No eye has ever seen such a feast. Wala udunun samiyad. No ear has ever heard of such a feast. No one has imagined such a feast. Such a dastar khan will be set up. Who will be invited? As-saimun. As-saimun. Those who used to fast prolifically, they will be invited onto this dastar khan. The nest of humanity, the rest of humanity, their hisab hasn't started yet. Their reckoning has not started yet. So they will ask the malaika, Nahnu nuhasab. We are waiting for our namaya amal to be opened, for our record to be taken, for the reckoning to happen. We are waiting, wahum yakulun. They are sitting and making maza. They are merrymaking. They are eating. They are enjoying themselves. The malaika will say to them, when you were eating in the world, they were fasting. When you were sleeping in the world, they used to stand in salah at night. Today, they are enjoying themselves. You will have to face the hisab. Rasulullah said there is one door of Jannat. Bukhari Sharif Hadith. One door of Jannat. One door of Jannat. The name of it is Rayyan. Who this is? VIP. Special entrance. Special entrance reserved. Only a certain group can enter through this door. Who are they? As-Saimun. Those who used to fast. Those who used to fast. And Rasulullah says once they enter... Once they enter, this door will be shut 
and no one else will be allowed to enter Jannah through this door. Such fadail, virtues we find, multitudes of the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let us try and introduce the sunnah of fasting. Besides Ramadan, besides Ramadan, at least every Monday and Thursday, if we can't do that, to whatever extent we can, let us try and introduce this great sunnah of fasting, which can never be separated from the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and sahaba kiram Coming back to this hadith, Lam araka tasum shahram min as-sukhshuhur, ma tasuma min shaban. Ya Rasulullah, you fast so much in shaban. Before I go on with this riwayat, we must understand, my respected brothers, the a'mal which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did very often would be a way in which he made shukr to Allah. He showed his gratitude to Allah. The famous riwayat of Aisha radiallahu anha, where she describes his standing in tahajjud salah, when she asked him, why do you exert yourself like this? Afala abdan shakura. O Aisha, should I not be a grateful slave of Allah? These amal were a way in which he showed shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Usama, when he sees this, we see you fasting more than any month in Shaban, so prolifically, why? Two things he mentioned. Huwa shahrun. He said, Usama, Rajab. This is not literal translation, I'm going to the explanation also. Rajab is from the Ashura Huram, from the sacred months. So people understand the value of Rajab. Ramadan is Sayyidu Shuhur, the leader of the Islamic months. We know the value of Ramadan. He said, Shaban falls between the two. One side Rajab, other side Ramadan, so nasu anhu. Usama, generally people are in a state of ghaflat, in a state of ghaflat during the month of Shaban. This is why I make the extra effort, extra effort to fast in Shaban. So that myself, in other words, through my amal, the ummah can come out of ghaflat. We are living in an age of ghaflat. We are living in an age of zulmat. We are living in an age of darkness. My respected brothers, such is the level of darkness in every direction. This ummat has become the living embodiment of that expression of Qur'an where Allah says, يَعْلَمُونَ ظَاهِرًا مِّنَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَهُمْ عَنِ الْآخِرَةِ هُمْ غَافِلُونَ They know the minor, minor, minor intricacies of this world. ظَاهِرًا مِّنَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Dunya is in front of them. Dunya has become everything. وَهُمْ عَنِ الْآخِرَةِ هُمْ غَافِلُونَ Of akhirat they have become ghafil. Of akhirat they have become negligent. They have become oblivious of Qabr, oblivious of Akhirat, oblivious of Jannat, oblivious of Jahannam. From this hadith, ulama extract a very, very important usul and principle. Allah's sifat, Allah's quality. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ شَاكِرًا Allah describes Himself, Allah is very, very appreciative. Shakiran. 
These translations are just for more on my understanding. وَلِلَّهِ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَى There are no comparisons or similitudes or examples with Allah. These words, we translate them according to our understanding. Shakiran, closest translation, like I said, is not literal. كَانَ اللَّهُ shakiran. Allah is very, very appreciative. Example, somebody is in the masjid. He picks up a tasbih. This is an environment that invites you to remember Allah. أَحَبُّ الْأَعْمَالِ إِلَى اللَّهِ أَحَبُّ الْبِلَادِ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَسَاجِدُهَا Rasulullah Wasallam said, the most beloved places to Allah are the masjids. Why? Because the environment of the masjid is conducive to Allah's zikr, to Allah's remembrance. For you and I to talk about qabr, to read Quran, to make zikr in a masjid is easy. So here you pick up a tasbih, you say, Subhanallah, normal, Allah can multiply to whatever length He wants, but normal, Subhanallah, ten times the reward. Why? This is a conducive environment. Abghadul biladi ilallahi aswaquha. Same hadith, Rasulullah said, the most hated place to Allah, the most hated place to Allah is the bazaar. Why? Because the bazaar, gena mama, gena baba, Pesa, 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 every direction. What is it? An environment of ghaflat, environment of darkness, environment of zulmat. There to take Allah's name is difficult. Why? The environment doesn't promote it. Beautiful hadith of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Kaan Allahu shakiran alima. Principal ulama mentioned that amal that is done in an environment of ghaflat, the reward is multiplied exponentially. Allah doesn't just reward you for the amal. Allah rewards you for the environment in which you did the amal also. Such is the mercy of Allah. Man suq. In the masjid, if you said this ten times the reward. Umar says that Rasulullah said, A man entered the marketplace. فَقَالَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَا لَهُ الْمُلْكُ وَلَهُ الْحَمْدُ يُحْيِي وَيُمِيدُ وَهُوَ حَيٌّ لَا يَمُودُ بِيَدِهِ الْخَيْرُ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ What we normally are taught in madrasa or maktab as the fourth kalima. Person in the masjid read the fourth kalima, minimum ten times reward. Now he goes into the bazaar and he reads the fourth kalima, what happens? Such is the mercy of Allah. Say hadith, كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَهُ أَلْفِ كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَهُ أَلْفْ أَلْفْ حَسَنًا وَمَحَا عَنْهُ أَلْفْ أَلْفْ سَيِّئًا وَرَفَعَ لَهُ أَلْفْ أَلْفْ دَرَجًا وَبَنَا لَهُ بَيْتًا فِي الْجَنَّةِ أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said person who reads the fourth kalima in the marketplace in the place of ghaflat in the place of negligence Allah writes down for him one million good deeds Allah wipes away one million sins. Allah raises his rank one million daraja. And Allah builds for him a palace in Jannah. In the masjid ten times. Marketplace one million times. Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Person who remembers Allah in the marketplace. For every hair on his body, Allah will give him one noor on the Day of Judgment. ذَاكِرُ فِي الْغَافِلِينَ يَغْفِرُ اللَّهُ لَهُ عَدَدَ كُلَّ رَتْبٍ وَيَابِسِ Person who remembers Allah in the place of ghaflat, in the place of negligence, 
Allah will forgive his sins as many as the grains of sand or as many as the leaves of the trees of the world. Another hadith, ذَاكِرُ فِي الْغَافِلِينَ يَنْذُرُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ إِلَيْهِ نَذْرَةً لَا يُعَذِّبُهُ بَعْدَهَا أَبَدًا person who remembers Allah in the place of ghaflat, in the marketplace, don't look down upon these jamaats. Don't underestimate the value of those that are walking in jamaat, making Allah's zikr, inviting towards Allah. They are, in, they are walking in a place of ghaflat, inviting people out from ghaflat to consciousness of Allah. Just that zikr they are making. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa They are making zikr in an environment of ghaflat. Allah will look at them one gaze after which Allah will never punish them. ذَاكِرُ fil Yara maqadahu fil Rasulullah said, The one who takes Allah's name, this is why our jamaats are encouraged. When you make gush, be pardon on your zikr. Be pardon on your zikr. That is an environment of ghaflat. You are bringing the nur, the light. Rasulullah said, ذَاكِرُ fil ghafilin. The one who remembers Allah in the place of ghaflat, in the place of ghaflat, مَثَلُ مِسْبَاحٍ فِي بَيْتٍ مُظْلِمٍ He said his example is like a shining lantern in a dark room. His example is like a shining lantern in a dark room. Allah will forgive his sins. Allah will show him his place in Jannah while he is on this earth. وَهُوَ حَيٌّ While he's alive, يَنْذُرُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى Allah will show him his home in Jannah. Because my Allah will not just reward you on the amal. When you do the amal in the place of ghaflat, in the time of ghaflat. Usama's riwayat, شَهْرٌ يَغْفُلُ النَّاسُ عَنْهُ Usama, generally humanity will be in ghaflat in Shaban. This is why I make the special effort. Special principle, usul of shariat is mentioned, found in this hadith, in this expression of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And with that, one very very important point, ulama have mentioned, great scholars of Islam, under the commentary of this hadith, they say every 24 hour cycle, every 24 hour cycle, there is a period of ghaflat. There is a period of negligence. And what is that? The period of sleep. The darkness of the night. The one who will sacrifice his sleep. The one who will, like the poet puts it beautifully, Ek hooksi dil mein utti hai. Ek darsa jigar mein hota hai. Hum raat ko ut ut rote hai. Jab sara alam sota hai. That there is a fire that is burning inside me. Fire of what? Of Allah's ishq. Of Allah's muhabbat. The heart is restless. It wants to connect with Allah. There is a dard. There is a pain. There is a thirst that rises up within me. That causes what? Hamrat ko ut ut rota hai. In the dead of night, Rajab passed. We spoke of Mehrajun Nabi. That's another topic. I'm not going to go into details. Time is already limited. What does Allah say? Subhanallah asra bi abdihi. 
Subhanalladhi. And like I said, I'm not going to go into the details, but ask the, those who understand Arabic, those who have studied the tafsir of the Qur'an. Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi minal masjid al-haram ilal masjid al-aqsa would have been sufficient. The meaning is already fulfilled. There was no, technically, there was no need to mention the word laylan. Asra bi'abdihi already covers that meaning. Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi already covers the meaning. Then it could have been, Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi minal masjid al-haram ilal masjid al-aqsa. Why does Quran say laylan? Laylan. Mufassirin have mentioned, why Quran highlights night time? Night time. What is Allah speaking about Isra? What is Allah speaking about Mi'raj? What is Allah speaking about ascension? What is Allah speaking about the heavens and the earth becoming compacted? What is Allah speaking about the laws of physics, the laws of geology, the laws of science, the laws of chemistry all being nullified? What is Allah speaking about? Time also being stopped, distance being shrunk. Allah is speaking about the entire nizam kainat being turned upside down. Every principle of logic being nullified, made zero. Such a great miracle Allah is speaking about. Laylan, Laylan, Laylan. If you want Isra, if you want to find Allah, if you want the heavens and the earth to be shrunk for you, if you want the laws of physics and science to be nullified for you, if you want this malaika of Allah to be put into your service, if you want this heart to come alive, if you want this heart to have noor, then raat ko kuch hissa Allah ko dena parega. You will have to give some section of your night to Allah. Some section has to be given. Quran is alive with this. How many verses? وَالْمُسْتَغْفِرِينَ بِالْأَسْحَارِ كَانُوا قَلِيلًا مِنَ اللَّيْلِ مَا يَهْجَعُونَ وَبِالْأَسْحَارِهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ تَتَجَافَى جُنُوبُهُمْ عَنِ الْمَضَاجِعِ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ خَوْفًا وَتَمَعًا وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ وَمِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ أُمَّةٌ قَائِمَةٌ يَتْلُونَ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ how many verses? Rasulullah Sallallahu directly address وَمِنَ اللَّيْلِ وَمِنَ اللَّيْلِ فَتَهَجَّدْ بِهِ نَافِلَةً لَكْ وَمِنَ اللَّيْلِ فَاسْجُدْ لَهُ وَسَبِّحْهُ لَيْلًا طَوِيلًا يَا أَيُّهَا الْمُزَّمِّلُ قُمِ اللَّيْلِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا إِنَّ رَبَّكَ يَعْلَمْ أَنَّكَ تَقُومُ أَدْنَى مِنْ ثُلُثَيِ اللَّيْلِ وَنِصْفَهُ وَثُلُثَ وَطَائِفَةٌ مِنَ الَّذِينَ مَعَكْ My respected brothers, اتباعِ السنة, connection with Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم, true love, true love, true love. How can we amalan practically have no section of so many verses in the Quran in our lives. When this ummah is sleeping at night, when this ummah is not taking out some section, some section, Ramadan is coming. Particularly, many of us skip the seri, skip the seri to get the extra sleep. 
Whereas seri is not there so that you fill your stomach. Seri is there so that you wake up for tahajjud. Seri is there so that you connect with Allah. Yanzilu Rabbuna Tabaraka wa ta'ala Heena Yabqa Thuluth al-laylil akhir My Nabi said, when the last third of the night remains, Allah descends, a descending in keeping with His greatness, and Allah calls out, Hal min sa'il fa'atiyahu su'la. Hal min ta'ibin fa'atuba ilayhi. Hal min mustaghfir fa'aghfir ala. Allah, ghani, 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 ana aghna shurakayani shirk. I am in need of no one. Allah is not in need of anyone. Totally independent yet. Allah calls out, is there anyone that has any need that I may fulfill it? Is there anyone that wants to make some dua? Hal min sail? This is literal translation. Hal min sail? My banda, my slave, is there anyone amongst you who will ask from me for Atiyah Usula? Because I want to grant what you are asking for. Hal min taib? Is there anyone of you that has now become regretful? Wants to make istighfar? Wants my forgiveness? Fa'aghfir Allah? Fa'fa? In other words, without delay, I will forgive you. I am waiting for you. Allah is calling out. And Shabe Barat, according to the riwayat, this pukar from Allah starts from Maghrib. Starts from Maghrib. Starts from Maghrib. Amal of Shabe Barat today, unfortunately, many people, some of them make halwa puri. Some of them, strange, strange things. These are not established. What is established? Turn to Allah. Knock the door of Allah. Amal of Shabe Barat is what? Dua. Amal of Shabe Barat is istighfar. Coming back to that hadith, night is a period of ghaflat. Ghaflat, ghaflat. Take out some section of your night. Take out some section of your night. If you can't do it every night, then at least before sleeping, read two rakat salah. Even before sleeping, read two rakat salah. After your isha salah, read two rakat salah with the niyat of tahajjud. That's not ideal. Ideal is to wake up, but if you can't, for whatever reason. After isha, read two rakat salah with it, so that at least, inshallah, your and my name can be, in, can be, can be entered in the list that comes come, kuch dia. Some week, some section. Some section of the night we gave. Even if it is after isha salah, read two rakat salah. Ramadan, make the special effort. Make the special effort. Allah multiplies, that is the period of ghaflat. That is Allah, I digressed earlier. Today they say, don't talk to the youth. They are too young. This goes against the very grain of seerah. Look at the youth of the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma. This is a Bukhari Sharif hadith. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, when he passed away, he was a young boy, when Rasulullah passed away. He was a young boy. So this, what he is speaking about, probably the hadith doesn't mention his exact age. But understand, when Rasulullah went to Medina Munawwara, my Nabi's age was 53. He passed away 63, 10 years in Medina Munawwara. Ibn Abbas is describing an incident that took place in Medina. Ibn Abbas is in his early teens when Rasulullah Sallallahu passes away. So this took place before that. How many years before that? Allah knows best. Easily, we can put his age at maybe six or seven at the time this occurs. 
He says, my curiosity was piqued of a six or seven year old child. What was his, today's six or seven year old child is curious about what? Ask ourselves, what are our youth curious about? What motivates them? What? Look at the environment. My, look at the environment my Nabi Islam established in Medina Munawara. This six year old, seven, six or seven year old boy says, I was curious as to the tartib of the tahajjud salah of Rasulullah How would my Nabi make his tahajjud salah? Six or seven years of age. Tomorrow at the time of Fajr, those of us who are 30 and 40, at the time when that azan for Fajr is called out, keep this incident in front of us. This six or seven year old child is asking, and who is this? This is Ahle Bayt. Ali Rasul. Ahle Bayt. Ali Rasul. Flowing in his blood was the purest of, flowing in his veins was the purest of blood. This is that maqam, that status, yet they never became complacent. They never took it for granted. This is that family. And what does he say? Six or seven years of age. He says, I wanted to observe the tahajjud salah of Rasulullah. What was the night of my Nabi? They understood the value. I'm digressing. This month of Shawwal, this month of Shaban, this month of Shaban, Allahu Akbar. Some ulama have referred to this month, they say this is Shahru Salati ala Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They say this is the month of Salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why? Salawat, durood, this is such a great amal. Such a great amal. The riwayat of Ubay bin Kaab, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Kam aj'alu laka min salatik. Ya Rasulullah, the amount of time I keep for dua. From that, some of it I send salawat. In my dua time, how much should I devote of my dua time to salawat, to durood? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, lengthy hadith, I'm not going into the detail. The sahabi says, Ya Rasulullah, what happens if I devote quarter of the time? Nabi Islam said, very good, but if you increase, better for you. Then he says, what about one third. Nabi Islam says, very good, but if you increase, better for you. Then he says, what about half? Nabi Islam says, very good, but if you increase, then better for you. Then he says, what about two thirds? Nabi Islam says, very good, but if you increase, better for you. Then what does he say? Allahu Akbar. He says, Ya Rasulullah, what happens if I devote all the time of my dua to salawat and durood upon you? My Nabi looks at him and says, Allahu Akbar, idhan, idhan, if you send excessive salawat upon me, all your mental pareshani, all your depression, all your worries, all your concerns, Allah will become sufficient for you. Allah will alleviate and remove all your depression, all your concerns. And Allah will wipe away all your sins. Shahru Salah. This is the month of Salawat. Why? According to the riwayat of Qurtubi, the verse of the Quran, Inna Allah, Inna Allahu Akbar. Look at Quran. Look at Quran. Allah Ta'ala sends Salam, Salam upon Anbiya Alayhimu Salatu Salam. Kings, rulers, 
even Muslim kings, even Muslim kings and rulers, those that pleased Allah, they mention is in the Quran, in Surah Kahf, almost the whole ruku. وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنْ ذِي الْقَرْنَيْنِ قُلْ سَأَتْلُوا عَلَيْكُمْ مِنْهُ ذِكْرًا إِنَّا مَكَّنَّا لَهُ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَعَتَيْنَاهُ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ سَبَبًا فَأَتْبَعَ سَبَبًا A whole ruku almost. On Zulqarnain, pious king, pious ruler. Yet, in the whole Quran, you will not find salamun ala dhilqarnain. Allah doesn't send salam on the, any king on the basis that he is a king. Any ruler that, on the basis that he is a ruler. Any person of authority on the basis that he is a person of authority. In the whole Quran, you will not find salam. For who does Allah send salam? Salamun ala nuhin fil alameen. Salamun ala Musa wa Harun. Salamun ala Ibrahim. Salamun ala Ilyasin. Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam. Nuh alayhi salam. Ilyas alayhi salam. Musa alayhi salam. Harun alayhi salam. Salam, salam, salam. And then all the Anbiya alayhi salam. Salamun ala al-mursaleen. Allah sends salam on all of them. When it comes to Habibullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, first thing ulama mention, they say, if you look, salamun ala nuhin fil alameen, salamun ala Ibrahim, salamun ala Ilyasin, salamun ala Musa wa Harun, all the other anbiya, salamun ala mursaleen, you still have to ask yourself the question, who is sending the salam? It's not mentioned directly. You have to look at the verses before or after to find out that it is Allah that is sending the salam. When it comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the whole mode of expression of Quran changes. First, inna. Inna. What is inna? Like we say in Urdu, tum manlo ya na manlo ye baat bilkul haq hai. Inna. Doubt it or don't doubt it. This is the absolute truth. Inna. Then Allah. Allah is Ismuzad. Allah brings his name. So there is no doubt about who is doing it. No doubt. Allah brings his name. Inna. Allah. Then. Wamala. Technically it should have been Wal Malaika. Verily Allah and the angels. Yet Allah doesn't say that. وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ Verily Allah and Allah's angels. Look at the emphasis. Even if you don't understand Arabic. Verily Allah and Allah's angels. And then, يُسَلُّونَ يُسَلُّونَ Ulama explain what is يُسَلُّونَ They say, Bimana takrar, you karir. It has a meaning of repetitiveness. That not only is Allah and Allah's malaika send salat, no. Are sending salawat and will continue sending salawat. Yusallun, that is the correct translation. Yusallun, are sending and will continue sending salawat. Al-Nabi. Alif Lam. Ma'rifa. Literal translation or understand it. Some layman's terms. 
are sending upon who? Alan Nabi. Not on Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. No, the translation doesn't do justice. An Nabi. In other words, like we say in Urdu, Is Azimushan Nabi ke upar. This great benevolent, this great auspicious Nabi. Allah is describing him like that. Verily Allah and Allah's angels are sending salawat and will continue sending salawat on this benevolent and auspicious prophet. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu. This is the maqsood of the verse. The command is this. The command is this. Everything before that, technically, even if it wasn't there, the command would have been fulfilled. What was the need for Allah to say? Not in salah do we find anywhere in the Quran that Allah says that Allah is making salah and you must make salah. Nowhere in the Quran, Allah is giving zakat and you must give zakat. Nowhere in the Quran, Allah is fasting and you must fast. Nowhere in the Quran, Allah makes hajj and you must make hajj. Ulama say there is only one amal. One amal like this, that Allah says that Allah and His malaika are doing it and will continue doing it. And then the maqsood of the verse, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you who believe, Sallu alayhi. Sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. You also send salawat upon my Nabi. And not only salawat, send salams. Salawat and salams. Abdurrahman bin Auf radiallahu ta'ala anhu says, I entered Nakhla, the orchard behind Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. First I couldn't find him. Then I came upon him. I found him in sajda. Fa'atala sujood. He remained in sajda for a very, very, very long time. He remained in sajda for a very long time till hatta khiftu. Abdurrahman bin Awf says, I became afraid. Afraid what? That the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa has passed away. Such a long sajda. Such a long sajda. He, thought, he says, I thought he had passed away. After a long time, Rasulullah got up. I mentioned to him that, Ya Rasulullah, I became afraid. You made such a long sajda, I thought you had passed away. Rasulullah says, Oh Abdurrahman, Jibreel came to me. Jibreel came to me with great news. Jibreel came to me with great basharat, with great glad tidings. What glad tidings? Man salla alayka min ummatik sallaytu alayhi. وَمَنْ سَلَّمَ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ أُمَّتِكَ سَلَّمْتُ عَلَيْهِ Allahu Akbar Jibreel came and informed Rasulullah that Allah has sent me to inform you that any one of your ummah that will send salawat upon you Allah will send salawat upon him Allah will send his mercy upon him and any one of your ummah that will send salams upon you Allah will send salams upon him Qazi Ayaz rahimahullah says, if, if, if there was no other virtue of salawat, if there was no other virtue of salawat, this one virtue is sufficient, that every time we send salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Allah's mercy is descending on us. Man salla alayka, man salla alayka, man salla Alayhi wahidatan, sallallahu alayhi biha ashra. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the one who sends one salawat upon me, Allah will send ten mercies upon him. Qazi Ayah says, if there was no other virtue, this was sufficient, that every time you send salawat, 
Allah is sending salawat upon you. Every time you send salam, Allah is sending salam upon you. He said, that alone, if you had any aql, any intelligence that was sufficient yet, over and above that, over and above that, over and above that, your risk will become easy. Allah will remove mental depression. Allah is rewarding you for your salawat. You will get the shafat, the intercession of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Your sins will be forgiven. Allahu Akbar. Such, such great rahmat, such great benefit. Allahu Akbar. Abu Bayan Isfahani rahmatullah alayhi says, I saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in a dream. And I said to my Nabi, that, oh my Nabi, Abu Bayan Isfahani was a student of Imam Shafi, rahimahullah. So he says, I asked Rasul, he's talking to Nabi Sallallahu in the dream. He says, Ya Rasulullah, was there any special, any special favor that you granted Imam Shafi? Obviously in the etiquette of his Ustad, he's asking, was there any special favor that you granted Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah. Nabi Sallallahu tells him, yes. Sa'altullah, Allah yuhasibahu. I asked Allah to free Imam Shafi'i from hisab. No hisab. He said, why? لِأَنَّهُ كَانَ يُصَلِّي عَلَيَّ salatan لَمْ يُصَلِّ عَلَيَّ بِمِثْلِهَا Because... Imam Shafi'i sent durood upon me in a manner which no one else had sent. What was his durood? Allahumma salli ala Muhammad kullama dhakarahu dhakirun wa kullama ghafala an dhikrihi al-ghafilun. What a beautiful durood. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Oh Allah, send salawat upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kullama dhakarahu dhakirun. Every time that anyone remembers him, send salawat upon him. وَكُلَّمَا غَفَلَ عَنْ ذِكْرِهِ الْغَافِلُونَ And any time that anyone doesn't think about him on their behalf also send durood upon him. Ibn Abdul Bar, Ibn Abdul Hakim, Rahimahullah, student of Imam Shafi, he says, I saw Imam Shafi in a dream and I asked him, what did Allah do with you? He said, Allah forgave me, Allah blessed me, Allah honored me, Allah prepared a bridal reception for me in Jannah. So he said, I asked Imam Shafi'i, Bima balakta hadha al-hal? How is it Allah elevated you like this? He said, because of this durood that I would send upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, kullama dhakarahu dhakirun, wa kullama ghafala an dhikrihi al-ghafilun. This verse of the Qur'an, according to the riwayat of Allah Maqurtubi, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Decide durood, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. We find my respected brothers, ulama say, this verse was revealed in the month of Shawwal. This is why. This is what was revealed in the month of Shaban. This is why ulama mentioned Shaban-i Shahrus Salah ala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the road to the acceptance of dua. This is the road to turning to Allah. The love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The etiquette of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bringing the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in our lives. Coming back to this incident, Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah, small child, he says, 
I asked my aunt, my khala, Maimuna radiallahu anha, that when it is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's turn to be with you, allow me to spend the night. I want to see this, the tahajjud salah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bukhari Sharif hadith, lengthy riwayat, I'm not going into the details. He says, I observe the tahajjud salah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he said, in the dying moments of that tahajjud, my Nabi made this dua. My Nabi made this dua. This is an age or period of ghaflat, of zulmat, of darkness in every direction. Look at the dua. One rewind it comes in sajda. One rewind it comes after tahajjud. Ulama mentioned every night he would make this dua. Allahumma ja'al fi qalbi noora. وفي بصري نورا وفي عيني نورا وفي لحمي نورا وفي دمي نورا وفي بشري نورا ومن أمامي نورا ومن تحتي نورا وفوقي نورا وتحتي نورا واجعل لي نورا والله والله grant me نور in my eyes نور in my hearing Noor in my hands, Noor in my heart, Noor in my body, Noor in front of me, Noor behind me, Noor above me, Noor below me. My respected brothers, we are living in an area, in an age, a period of zulmat, of darkness, bekhayai, shamelessness. The poison of looking at the wrong things, speaking the wrong things, listening to the wrong things, that is zulmat. That is darkness, that is zulmat, that is filling up in this heart. Beg Allah for noor, beg Allah for light, turn towards Allah, make this part of your dua. Toba istighfar, ulama say toba istighfar. This is the preparation of Ramadan. Asking Allah for forgiveness. This is what will fill the heart with noor. Asking Allah for forgiveness. This is what will expel the darkness. Turning in repentance to Allah. Allah is very, very merciful. The doors of Allah's mercy are open. We can't imagine the extent of the mercy of Allah. Allah is calling out. Turn to Allah, particularly in the dead of night. Particularly in the dead of night. Place that shoulder, they place that forehead on the ground. Beg Allah in sajda. Allahumma ja'al fi qalbi noora. Oh Allah, put your noor in my heart. Put your noor in my eyes. Put your noor in my hearing. Let me be drowning in your noor. Ya Allah, dispel the darkness. The ummah is in darkness. Coming back to that riwayat of Usama radiallahu anhu, Shahrun, Yaghfulun nasu anhu, Bayna Rajab wa Ramadan. Oh, oh Usama, this is a month of ghaflat. This is a month of ghaflat. When the ummah will rise up in the period of ghaflat, look at the manner in which the mercy of Allah will be directed towards this ummah. This is an usul. This is a sunnah. This is a principle of shariat. Abu Salama Khushani radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Rasulullah says to him, Awalil mutamassiki fiha, ajru khamsina minkum. Oh Abu Salama. Oh Abu Salama. In the period of ghaflat, in the period of zulmat, in the period of darkness, those who will rise up for my deen and the effort of my deen, Allah will give them 50 times your reward. 
Ajiru khamsina minkum. He says, khamsina minna o minhum. Ya Rasulullah, 50 sahaba reward or 50 of the people of their time reward. Nabi Islam says, bal khamsina minkum. No Abu Salaba, 50 of you. Allah will give them 50 times your reward. Liannakum tajiduna alal khayri awana wa ansara. Wa innahum la yajiduna alal khayri awana wa ansara. Why? Abu Salaba, today there is an environment. 14-year-old youngster would stand on his toes. Ya Rasulullah, I want to go out in the path of Allah. Environment of Medina Munawara was alive with deed, with the effort of deed. لِأَنَّكُمْ تَجِدُونَ عَلَى الْخَيْرِ أَعْوَانَ وَانْسَارَ Oh Abu Salaba, today they are helpers. Today there is an environment. إِنَّهُمْ لَا يَجِدُونَ عَلَى الْخَيْرِ أَعْوَانَ وَانْسَارَ In that time, it will be darkness. It will be ghaflat. They won't be helpers. They won't be an environment. Our jamaat, last month, was in Kenya. We were going to Ishtima in Gharbatullah. On the way we heard Pakistan Jamaat, one brother got caught in crossfire, taqdeer, at one of the roadblocks. Some highway robber fired at the vehicle. Brother became shaheed. I met the Amir of that Jamaat, crying, sobbing. He says, Mawlana, don't look at that. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. What did my Nabi say? Bada ad-deena gharibah. He said, when my deen began, it was strange. Once again, true deen will become strange. Once again, true deen will become strange. And then what did Rasulullah say? Tuba lil Tuba lil Give glad tidings to the strangers of that time. Give glad tidings to the strangers of that time. Society may not elevate them. They may not have position and status. People may not look up to them. But, Tuba lil ghuraba. Tuba lil ghuraba. Give their tidings to the strangers. And who are they? The riwayat of Muslim Sharif. Alladheena yuslihoona ma afsad nas They are those who will make that effort to once again bring alive my deen. Yuslihoona ma afsad nas In the time of zulmat and darkness, I met the Amir of this Jamaat. He says, Molana, that person who, had, who became shaheed, who passed away, he didn't have much knowledge. Nor was he well known. He says, I am a witness to it. He's from my village. He used to earn his livelihood driving one rickshaw. He says, Molana, with tears in his eyes, he says he sold his rickshaw. He sold his means of livelihood to get enough money to purchase the ticket to go one year walking Jamaat in the path of Allah. Now Allah accepts him like this. So then I asked, I said, has he spent time before? Allahu Akbar. He says, Mawlana, this was the fifth time that he was spending one year. Fifth time spending one year. And great alim, great deeny knowledge? No. He says he had limited knowledge, but he used to love, he used to love La ilaha illallah. Tasbih of La ilaha illallah. He said on this suffer alone, this suffer alone, four times he completed 70,000 times La ilaha illallah. Ask ourselves the question, my respected brothers. My Nabi said, Mubarak to the strangers, society will not elevate them or look up to them. But tomorrow, فَإِذَا نُفِخَ فِي السُّورِ فَلَا أَنْسَابَ بَيْنَهُمْ يَوْمَئِذِي وَلَا يَتَسَأَلُونَ A day is coming when the trumpet will be blown. Allah says all human relationship will break down. 
They're the size of the bank balance and what suit you wore and what car you wore, what, what, what car you drove or how big investment you had. All that will count for nothing. All that will count for nothing. There will be one criteria only and that is Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How close we came to the Mubarak day and night of Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. These Mubarak nights are nights for tawbah, nights for repentance, nights for dua, nights to turn to Allah, nights to make azam and determination to bring about change. We know the suffering. Allah accept those young, young babies, those women, our brothers and sisters that are becoming shuhada. Allah give them the highest ranks in akhirat. But take the sabak, take the lesson. And it is not difficult. In one second Allah can change the conditions. Allah's help can come. Let their cries... Their cries will not go to waste. Their cries will not go to waste. It is Allah's sunnah. It is Allah's sunnah. It is Allah's sunnah. Inna nasrallahi qareeb. Inna nasrallahi qareeb. Inna nasrallahi qareeb. The help of Allah is very near. But we have to turn to Allah. We have to bring about change. This month of Ramadan that is coming, make fulfill the haqq of Ramadan. Tonight, Cry before Allah and make near to give some time, some time in the path of Allah in Ramadan. Allah accept us, Allah accept our families, Allah accept us to strive in His path. Allah accept the masjids to become full, the masjids to become full. I mentioned this before, I mentioned it again. 1960s, Mawlana said, You want the tide to change, the majma, the majma. The majma at Fajr Salam is equal the majma of Juma Salah and Allah's qasam, the tide will change. Direct our efforts in the correct direction. Direct our efforts in the correct direction and see how Allah will bring the change. Azan will take place now. Inshallah, after the Isha and the Witr Salah, we request the brothers, those that are parked in a way that they're going to obstruct, try and ensure that you don't obstruct anybody. It won't be very long. But inshallah, dua will take place after the Isha Salam. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salat wa salam ala ibadil ladin astafa amma baad. Respected elders, beloved brothers in Islam, a lot of times a question is asked Shabai Barad, what are we supposed to do? In reality, the main amal which we learn with regards to these nights is dua. And when it comes to dua, basically two things. One is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His forgiveness. The mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is limitless. Ma khaba man istaghfar. The one who asks Allah for forgiveness will never ever lose out. So one is turning in repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and very briefly, it's not my intention to start another bayan, but ulama tend to differentiate between two things. One they say, one is istighfar and the other is tawbah. They say to some extent, istighfar occurs, it takes place. Many of us make istighfar. What is istighfar? Ya Allah, forgive me. Allahumma ghfirli. Oh, like we find in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rabbi ghfirli wa tuba alayya innaka anta tawabur rahim. 
Interestingly, I mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again very briefly. What ulama refer to as Sayyidul Istighfar. Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa anta khalaqatani wa na'abduk wa na'ala ahdika wa wa'adika mastata'at. Abu laka bi ni'matika alayya wa a'udhu bika min sharri ma sana'at. Abu laka bi ni'matika alayya wa abu bi dhambi faghfir li fa innahu la yaghfiru dhunuba illa anta. This is what is referred to as Sayyidul Istighfar. And there's one hadith of Rasulullah said, Man qalaha mukinan fi qalbihi hina yusbih or hina yumsi. Person who recites this type of istighfar with conviction from his heart. Obviously we should learn the meaning. I'm not going to go into the details now. Morning, if he recites it in the morning, in other words after Fajr Salah, and he passes away on that day, it will be written down that he is from the people of Jannah. And a person who reads this, Sayyidul Istighfar, Hina Yumsiya, in the evening, in other words, after Maghrib Salah, and he passes away, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will write him down amongst the people of Jannah. So this is a very, not a very lengthy, very simple dua which Rasulullah s.a.w. taught us the type of istighfar and there are multitudes of benefits of istighfar. And like I mentioned, to some extent, istighfar takes place. Ya Allah, forgive me. Ulama say istighfar has to be coupled with tawbah. What is tawbah? Very similar meaning, translation. But what actual tawbah means is the determination to change. This, unfortunately, to a very large extent, is lacking. The time of making istighfar must be coupled with this intention. Ya Allah, I want to change. Ya Allah, you give me the tawfiq, give me the strength, give me the ability to bring about some change. This is why in the closing part of the bayan we gave this encouragement that we should try and free ourselves and go out in the path of Allah because by coming into that environment, by making that active effort to link and associate ourselves with an environment of Iman, this will make things easier for us to bring about change in our lives. Famous hadith of Bukhari Shari, the man who committed 99 murders, then he asked somebody, and that person said, you can't be forgiven, he committed, murdered him, also made it 100, and he went to an alim, Allah is very merciful, but in that hadith, He is told, leave the area of sin where you are and make suffer to the area where people are obedient to Allah. In other words, bring about change. So this is very, very important. Istighfar and Tawbah. And secondly, the amal of these nights is to place our needs, our hajat, that of the ummah also collectively, and that of ourselves individually before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This total complete conviction that the solver to every problem, every difficulty is only and only Allah. This is why in every rakat of every salah, إِيَّاكَ na'bud, Ya Allah, only you we worship. وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ And only and only you we ask for help. Because the one who answers dua and the one who is going to help us is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Now, what is taking place is what we call ijtima'i dua. This actually is not established strictly from shariat. That is why ulama say one of the important aspects that we should keep in mind when this type of collective dua takes place is this is a training for us. Taliman lil ummah. It is to teach us to prepare ourselves how to make infiradi individual dua. So don't suffice only on this, mashallah, dua to place. Monana made dua, so this or the night is chutti. No. That's not the objective of why this dua is taking place. Dua is taking place now. Shtimai dua, inshallah, when the ummah gathers, all the collective ameen, there'll be some little child, some masoom, someone that Allah Ta'ala loves in this majma, it is hoped. Through them, the rest of us are accepted. But over and above that, when we go home, try and take out some section of this night. Devote ourselves in ibadat, tilawat of Quran, tahajjud, and very important, make as much dua as possible. And it goes without saying that like this majma is here at Isha Salah, Inshallah, Summa Inshallah, it should be an even bigger majma for Fajr Salah. Because like Isha is first, Fajr also is first. Allah give us tawfiq. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم لك الحمد كما أنت أهله اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله ولك الملك كله بيدك الخير كله على نيته وسره لك الحمد على نعمة الإيمان ولك الحمد على نعمة الإسلام ولك الحمد على نعمة الزوجات ولك الحمد على نعمة الأولاد لك الحمد على نعمك الكثير وألائك الجثيمة لك الحمد على أن جعلتنا من خير أمة أخرجت للناس لك الحمد يا ربنا حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا سبحان الذي تعطف بالعز وقال به سبحان الذي لبس المجد وتكرم به سبحان الذي لا ينبغي التسبيح إلا له سبحان من أحصى كل شيء بعلمه سبحان ذي الفضل والطول سبحان ذي المن والنعم سبحان ذي المجد والكرم سبحان ذي الجلال والإكرام اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وكلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون اللهم صل على جسد محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم في الأجساد وصل على قبر محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم في القبور وصل على روح محمد صلى الله اللهم صل عليه وسلم في الأرواح اللهم صل على محمد في الليل إذا يغشى وصل على محمد في النهار إذا تجلى اللهم صل على محمد أبد الآبدين اللهم صل على محمد دهر الداهرين جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله اللهم إنا ندعوك الله وندعوك الرحمن وندعوك البر الرحيم وندعوك بأسمائك الحسنى كلها ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم أن تغفر لنا وترحمنا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك 
ربنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واعف عنا واعف عنا واغفر لنا واغفر لنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا 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 أنت مولانا أنت سيدنا أنت خالقنا أنت رازقنا أنت رب الكون والمكان أنت رب المشرقين والمغربين أنت مولانا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين فانصرنا على القوم الظالمين فانصرنا على القوم المعتدين فانصرنا على القوم اليهود والنصارى الغاسبين اللهم أمس مسف الأمس كيند الله أمي الله our limited intellects our limited intellects and understanding and our perception can never do justice to praising you as you ought to be praised every blade of grass every grain of sand every wisp of air in the heavens and the earth is singing your praises your glorification your mightiness your majesty your glory every sifat every quality every benevolent quality of yours oh my allah is limitless O oh my Allah, you have written on your arsh, Inna rahmati sabaqad ghadabi. My mercy is greater than my anger. O oh my Allah, you have mentioned in your Quran, Kataba rabbukum ala nafsihi rahma. Your Rabb has decreed, made compulsory upon himself, rahmat and mercy. You have said in your Quran, Warahmati wasi'at kulla shay. My mercy encompasses every facet of my creation. O oh my Allah, you have said in your Quran, إني أنا الغفور الرحيم. You have said in your Quran, يا عبادي الذين أسرفوا على أنفسهم. يا عبادي الذين أسرفوا على أنفسهم. لا تقنتوا من رحمة الله. إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا. إنه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. There are no words to describe our weakness. There are no words to describe the extent of our oppression. And every hair of our bodies is a gutter of your disobedience. We have blackened our eyes. We have blackened our ears. We have blackened our tongues. We have blackened our hearts. We are drowning in zulmat and oppression. خار ہے بدکار ہے ڈوبے ہوئے ذلت میں کچھ بھی ہو لیکن تیرے محبوب صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی سن امتی ہے You showered your ni'mats and your bounties upon us. In every possible way, we rendered our ingratitude towards you. 
you commanded us, we disobeyed you. You told us to fill the masjids, we emptied the masjids. You commanded this ummah to cloak humanity with the cloak of haya and shame and modesty. Our own daughters are naked, ya Allah. Our youth, both their ears are clogged and their bodies are jiving to haram music. You called us, we ran away. You called out towards us, your call fell upon deaf ears. You have said in your Quran, Inna ardi wasi'ah, my earth is very, very wide. Ya Allah, today this earth has become straightened and narrowed and constricted. For the ummah of your Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, our hearts are rent. Our hearts are crying. To hear the sound of the little babies of this ummah. Our mothers and sisters and our brothers, whether it is Palestine, whether it is Gaza, whether it is Kashmir, whether it is Burma. Ya Allah, the length and breadth, Ya Allah, they are facing such level of oppression, such level of persecution. The medical supplies are finished. Operations are taking place without any anesthetic also. Our mothers and sisters don't have the facilities to give birth to their children also. Bombs are raining down on their homes. They are hungry. They are without food. They are without shelter. And they are mercilessly being slaughtered. Such as the arrogance of Batil become today. That their pride on their weaponry and their pride on their technology and their pride on their wealth has blinded them to the plight of our brothers and sisters. <laughs> their hearts have become harder than stone. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no doubt it is our sins. No doubt it is our transgressions. <laughs> ya Allah, whatever, whatever is happening cannot happen without your command, Ya Allah. Without doubt it is your justice. Without doubt it is your justice. It is still your forgiveness and your compassion. We are in fact worthy of even worse than this. <laughs> ya Allah, Ya Allah, but we are the weak section. Of the ummah of your Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Your Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When the hand of a thief was cut, he started crying. Ya Allah, far salah. Far salah. He would shorten it. He would shorten the salah and he would say to his sahaba, I heard the sound of a baby crying. So out of mercy on its mother, I shorten the salah. Allah, the babies of his ummah are being, their bodies are being burnt beyond recognition. The rivers are flowing with the blood of this ummah. Ardul Mahshar wal Manshar, Aqsa, Ya Allah, Baytul Muqaddas, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the Muqaddasat of this ummah, their dignity is not being observed, Ya Allah. 
We don't have anything we can present to you, Ya Allah. There's no Abu Bakr and Umar amongst us. There's no Osman and Ali amongst us, Ya There's no Junaid Baghdadi or Rabia Basri amongst us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, it is us who are drowning in our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but the Sahaba of your Habib, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they saw Quran coming down, they saw Wahi coming down, they saw the Mubarak face of your Habib, Sallallahu <laughs> All we have seen is this dirty, filthy environment, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Amne achche banne ki baad koshish ki. لیکن ہم نہیں بن سکے تیرے عزت کی قسم ہم نہیں بن سکے یا اللہ we take one step towards you we are going twenty steps backwards یا اللہ یا اللہ we don't have any excuse یا اللہ لا قوی انفا تصر بلا بری انفا تدر بل مستغفر بل مستغفر بل مستغفر You have said in your Quran, Inni ana al-ghafoorur raheem. Ya Allah, on this Mubarak night, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, on this night of Barat, Ya Allah. On this night with many more than us, millions of your malaika are present, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are beseeching you on behalf of the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, forgive our sins, Ya Allah. Forgive our sins, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins of the day, the sins of the night, the sins we have committed openly, the sins we have committed secretly. <laughs> Every type of sin is there, Ya We are drowning in our sins, Ya Allah. We are the cause of this oppression, Ya Allah. We fail to fulfill our responsibility, Ya Allah. We have no excuse, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but we are beseeching you, Ya Allah. Change, Ya Allah. Let your anger be cooled, Ya Allah. Change the tide of aggression, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah. Our brothers and sisters that are hungry, feed them. That are without shelter, shelter them. That are without basic medicinal, medicinal supplies. Ya Allah, provide for them from your hidden treasures, Ya Allah. Alleviate their suffering, alleviate their hardship, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are qadir and mutlaq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, the pharaohs of today, the zalimin of today, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, the pharaoh of the time of Musa alayhi salam. Slaughtered thousands of the children of Bani Israel. Ya Allah, you have given the pharaohs of today such rope. They are slaughtering hundreds and thousands of the little babies of this ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, still their thirst is not being quenched, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are beseeching you. Hearts are in your control. If hidayat is muqaddar for them, give them hidayat quickly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, otherwise remove their ability to oppress this ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, show us your signs amongst them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, restore the dignity and honor of the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, protect our brothers and sisters in Palestine. Ya Allah, protect them in Gaza Ya Allah, protect them in Kashmir in Sudan Ya Allah, protect them Ya Allah, Ya Allah protect them in Syria Ya Allah, Ya Allah wherever the ummah is suffering, wherever there is hardship, alleviate the suffering Ya Allah Ya Allah, those that are striving for your deen Ya Allah, those that are striving in your path, in the correct manner that is pleasing to you, take them from strength to strength Ya Allah, Ya Allah open the doors of Hidayat Ya Allah, Ya Allah give America Hidayat, give Europe Hidayat, give Asia Hidayat, give Australia Hidayat 
give you give china hidayat ya allah give africa hidayat ya allah ya allah the hearts are in your control ya allah your habib sallallahu alaihi wasallam will become so happy ya allah there will be there, allah there will be no shortage in your treasures ya allah ya allah like ants this humanity in billions if they die now are going to jahannam forever and ever ya allah, ya allah make the shahadat and make the sacrifices of our brothers and sisters a means of hidayat for humanity ya allah ya allah those those that are suffering alleviate their sufferings those that have passed away grant them the highest stages in jannah ya allah ya allah protect the muqaddasat of the ummah protect aqsa protect masjid because to protect the haramain sharifain ya allah protect the khanqas the madaris the masajid ya allah ya allah wherever the work of deen is taking place in a manner that is pleasing to you ya allah protect it ya allah take it from strength to strength ya allah ya allah bring the ummah back to the masjid ya allah ya allah bi deen ke dai bana de ya allah ya allah is kaam ke haqaiq hamare samne khol de is kaam ke nafa khol de is kaam ko apne zindagi ke maqsad banane ki taufeeq naseeb farma de ya allah make us dais of your deen ya allah ya allah accept us for the work of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam give us the taufeeq to make our day his day our night his night ya allah grant us your love and the love of rasul pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah save us from haram save us from riba save us from lies and treachery ya allah ya allah save us from negative emotions towards our brothers and sisters ya allah ya allah those family ties that have broken down restore the family ties ya allah ya allah that disunity that has occurred in the ummah remove it ya allah fill the hearts with love and compassion ya allah ya allah what is what is beloved to you make it beloved to us and give us the taufeeq to fulfill that what is hated to you make it hated to us ya allah and give us the taufeeq to abstain from that ya allah Ya Allah Ya Allah the passing moments of our lives as such Ya Allah you have given us another shab barat Ya Allah keep us alive for Ramadan Ya Allah Ya Allah but there are so many that were with us last year that are no longer with us Ya Allah like that the hour of our calling is coming nearer and nearer and nearer let it not be let it not be that there was some beusuri or some guna or transgression that we committed that will cause us to be deprived of kalima at the time of death ya allah grant us husn khatima ya allah those of our brothers and sisters that have passed away in a mubtala in azab of qabr remove the azab of qabr ya allah make our qabr's gardens from the gardens of jannah do not make it pits from the pits of jahannam let us receive our book of deeds in the right hand ya allah on that day there will be those who will have chains around their necks there will be those whose feet will be tied up with chains <laughs> there will be those who are drowning in their own perspiration <laughs> ya allah on that day you will give some selected chosen ones shade underneath your arsh ya allah <laughs> ya allah the anbiya will be there alayhi wassalam sahaba will be there awliya will be there atqiya will be there sufiya will be there <laughs> the mujahideen will be there the ulama will be there there is that qasam we are not amongst them we are not amongst them hum to khokla hai hamare paas kuch bhi yalla but we are beseeching you even though we are not worthy of it give us also shade yalla give us also shade right in the back yalla right in the back bilkul piche 
ہمیں محروم نہ کر دے
اللهم سلمنا لرمضان وسلم رمضاننا وتسلمه منا متقبلا يا رب العالمين يا الله يفسد ان القران واما السائل فلا تنهر do not turn the beg away we have come with our begging bowls ya let the time when our hearts are beating when our hearts are crying at the plight of our brothers and sisters ya allah ya allah for you it is one second ya allah for you it is one second ya allah for you it is even one second less than that ya allah kalam hil basar oh wa aqrab it is for you ya allah ya allah change the conditions change the conditions change the conditions restore the dignity and the honor of the ummah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam protect them protect them innahum jiaun fat'imhum innahum hufatun fahmilhum innahum uratun faksuhum allahumma alayka bi'adaihim fa innahum la yu'jizunak allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim wa na'udhu bika min shururihim fallahu khairun hafidha fallahu khairun حافظا فالله خير حافظا وارحم الراحمين اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك من عبدك ورسولك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من كل شر ما استعاذك من عبدك ورسولك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم اللهم استخدمنا لخدمه دينك بالاخلاص والاستقامه والعافيه وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا ومطعنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين